This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. April Voki, and you are listening to Anchored, my chance to speak with some of the most influential people involved in the outdoors today. Join me as I travel to sit face-to-face with my guests in their own homes to learn more about their careers, opinions, history, relationships, and life both indoors and out. Over the last few years, a surprising amount of troll accounts have emerged on social media platforms. While some are humorous and lighthearted, others thrive on the mistakes and misfortune of others. In this episode of Anchored, I sit down with the person who runs Copper Plated Sixes, an account that focuses on the fishing and hunting industries. We discuss why he feels the need to run such an account, who's really behind the posts, where to draw the line, and whether or not it's cowardly to hide behind anonymity. This episode of Anchored is brought to you by Norvice. From their original 1970s prototype to their new legacy stainless steel vise, Norvice has been committed to one thing, efficiency. The company's long-standing slogan, tie better flies faster, truly encompasses what the Norvice fly tying system does. The good folks at Norvice believe you deserve to tie your flies consistently and in less time because of the ease and benefits engineered into this outstanding tying system. For more information, visit norvice.com, that's nor-vice.com, and check them out on YouTube to see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on the functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. Do you think you're a troll? No. What do you think you are? Well, let me ask you this. What do you think a troll would be? Like, what's your definition of a troll? Like an internet troll? Yeah. Somebody who goes out of their way to stir the pot or upset other people. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. So are you a troll? No. Because, <laughs> and, and, and I'll quantify that by saying, uh, okay, so a troll just does that. They, they go in to stir the pot to upset people. They're trying to elicit a certain emotional response. Right. And the Copper Plated Sixes account, it's, it's, it is to elicit a certain response. 
but it's to elicit a certain response of change because there are certain things in the industry that need changing. And I think we can all agree that it's kind of moved away from the purity of the act and moved into a, you know, look at me, be like me, narcissistic culture. So we live in a, in a society of soundbite gluttons. Everybody wants to watch the shows where people argue. So you kind of have to slap people in the face to get them to pay attention in order to get your message across. So there's a little bit of, you know, we'll say satire for lack of a better term, but it's, it's, there's an end game to it. So it's not necessarily doing it just out of meanness or like finger wagging to, to get just the pot stirred. What's the biggest thing out there that's starting to, that, you, that gets you real chafed? Uh, gosh. Because I feel like there are one. a few with you. There's a, there are a few trigger things. One of the biggest is so I I, I basically grew up in this industry, and yeah, let me preface this. Sure. Just I want to give people some some context. Okay, here. you wouldn't be sitting here if I didn't know who you are. When I found out it was you, because we had been corresponding in private messages. Yeah. Uh, for a while, until a, a friend of mine said, "You know who that is, right?" <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I heard who it was. But I went, "That is not who I thought you'd be—a 19-year-old, mm-hmm. new to the, the industry, ballless kind of guy." All right? You've been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You're qualified. You're confident. You're not insecure. You're, you are not a keyboard warrior. No, no. Anything I would say online, I'll say to your face. I know it's really threw me off, mm-hmm. and, and it actually it intrigued, it piqued my 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 interest here. Mm-hmm. So that's. I just want to start off by explaining that to people listening. But let's start with the the things that you have seen over the years that have finally got you so riled up that you just can't help it. Sure. So when I was coming up, I, I grew up looking at photographs of like Val Atkinson, Brian O'Keefe in the magazines. And really, you know, looked up to those guys because they were, you know, they were shooting all the, all the beautiful things. Barry and Kathy Beck, uh, you know, always would get the cover of Fly Fisherman magazine. So I, I started, you know, I, I was already in the industry guiding and I started writing for magazines and taking my own pictures and finally met Brian. And I'm like, wow, this guy's been all over the world and he's really done everything. I mean, that's, he's an OG and he's and he, he's understated. He does not absolutely. Yeah, he doesn't really promote himself. No. And then I guess it was a few years ago. I just started noticing there were a lot of people that were getting noticed, and they hadn't paid their dues. I guess for lack of a better term, and you had these new people coming on, and they were getting the spotlight. And and people like you. I mean, you've been in the industry as long as I have, and you know you paid your dues. You are where you are now through hard work, dedication, and talent. And there's there's so many other people that have kind of skipped that learning process, and one of my favorite quotes is you know uh, wisdom is garnered through failure, and without learning and without that failure you don't really appreciate the success and everyone wants to be an overnight expert, and you have these overnight experts now that are getting you know sponsorship deals they're getting free stuff sent to them and that's one of my real I guess that's one of the biggest hot buttons just because you have these people that don't deserve to be getting this recognition for anything other than they understand how to manipulate a social media algorithm. But is it affecting the OGs? You know, it, I think it is, yeah, because you're not seeing uh, – I'll give you a prime example. I was, in, uh, I was in an event in Florida, and one of the greatest fishing guides in the world is a guy named Steve Huff. Yeah. Uh, multiple world records on his boat. Steve is, he's been doing it as long, if not longer than 99% of the people down there. He has developed a fishery. He's developed methods. He is just, I mean, idolized among other guys. Yeah. 
And in a, in a culture down there where it's you know, there's a lot of bravado, you mention his name in a room and it'll go silent and everyone agrees like, yeah, Steve's, Steve's the best. And so, it's been that way for ages. Ages, yeah. So I was at this show and Steve was a guest speaker. So these three kids walk by and I say kids, they're in their 20s. And uh, Steve walked by and somebody was talking to him. And they're like, who is that? And they're like, I don't know. That's some old guy that used to fish. <gasps> they said that? Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's Steve fucking Huff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys are, you guys are over there snapping selfies in front of all of these, all these brands that you, that you're, you're, you know, that are sponsoring you. And you don't even know, you know, whose shoulders you're standing on to get to where you're at. So you and, see it as a sign of disrespect. Yeah, I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, somewhat. Yeah. And it's, and, and, I, and, and to be fair, you know, the advent of, I guess the popularity of social media comes with the ubiquity of the smartphone. So everybody's got it. Everybody's always plugged in. Just the fact that there's no reason that they should be getting the accolades that they're getting, uh, other than, like I said, being able to just manipulate social media to get a lot of followers. And, you know, let's face it, a lot of them are bought. But they're not the only ones to blame because that's the culture that they know. That's what they've come to understand because the new crop of anglers coming up, and I think it's great. I mean, we're getting these young kids, millennials, Fly fishing is taking off. And we'll talk about fly fishing here instead of, you know, fly fishing and hunting just because we're at the fly fishing show. Yeah. But you've got these kids that are coming up and their heroes aren't, they're not looking at like the Brian O'Keefe's or the Barry and Kathy Beck's. The Joan Wolf's. Yeah, the Joan Wolf. Great example. I mean, that yeah. was the one that hurt me the most was when I, I podcasted her and I had a couple of people say, well, is she, should she be high on your list? I mean, she's kind of irrelevant these days. Yeah. Or people say, who? She should be a role model for every, every woman that's out there angling because she, and I, I think it's it, one of the greatest things is we're getting more women into the sport. The question is, you know, why are they getting into the sport? I have more people and the same with, 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 with men as well. I mean, just anglers in general, I would just call them anglers because we're all pursuing the same thing for the most part, but I have more people come to me and say, how do I get into the outdoor industry versus how do I learn to fly fish? I'm, this is a reoccurring theme. I'm hearing this often. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Now, what else gets you? Because I've noticed that you have a real thing for um, women showing nudity or, you know, skin. Oh, no. I love women showing skin. Oh, no, no. I know. Believe me. When when I found out it was you, I really had... Like, yeah. I figured you. I figured that whoever ran that account would be a real... Couldn't get a lady. Like fat ball dude. I mean, I know things about you I should not know, and Probably, I know that yeah. you are you do all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's uh, well, you're not it's, you're not the guy I thought you were going to be. The problem with uh, so it's not it's first off it's not nudity. Um, it's it's the it's the fact a lot of that is going they're, they're posing with an animal typically, and it's more of a disrespect to the sport and the animal when they're doing this because it, it goes back to the old joke like what fish? Yeah, yeah, what fish? Yeah. So it's, it's not so much that I have a problem with that. It's the, it's the way the companies are trying to sell sex. And there's a, there's a really good uh, – there's a documentary and a book called Killing Us Slowly. And it's about using sex and how it actually is creating the objectification of women doing that. So it's not – you know, it's so funny to see them saying, oh, it's girl power. It's like, no, it's not. It's, you're actually it's – the, it's the opposite of that. You're not empowering yourself. You're actually objectifying yourself because now you're an object in an ad. Versus a versus an individual. Which companies are doing are are promoting this in, uh, in fly fishing? Oh, so it's not fly fishing. That's that's more of the sport fishing market. And that's right. I mean that's I mean I, I fish fly and spend so, and conventional I should say. It's so it's nothing not not a slide against them, but they're definitely way more NASCAR 
than, yeah, yeah, than fly. Are. I mean, you know, it's just, and that's just their advertising model. And it's, I mean, they've used sex to sell beer, cologne, I mean, for, for eons. Yeah, but, I mean, the age from the beginning of time. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, in this new, I won't say like new culture, but there's there's just, there's a lot that I feel like it's lost with that. And as we're evolving and understanding more about this and more about the psychological impact that has on women, uh, especially younger women, you know, they, it's the, they don't need to start growing up to try to be like those people. And they see that as, and this kind of goes back and cl- closes the loop on what we were talking about earlier of they're, they're seeing people, their first touch with the sport is going to be somebody on, on social media. So these are going to be their heroes that are coming up. So they're looking at this, and they're going to try to be like that. And that might not be attainable for them. Their body type might not allow for them to look like that. Or maybe they can't afford, you know, $50,000 like in plastic surgery. Yeah. So, you know, why would you want to, why would you want to be putting that out there to make these, you know, the young women that are coming up try to idolize that because they're getting the most likes and they're getting the most followers based simply on their bodies versus on their ability. And that, that's the problem I've got with that. And there's not everybody's doing it, but there's some individuals that are doing that. And that's what they're, they're banking their stock and trade on. And you've got this new group coming up and they're idolizing that. And that, that's not what they should be looking at. They should be looking at people well, like you. Thanks. But that's, I mean, yeah. And I mean, that's a whole different conversation because I've obviously made mistakes and I was hated on too back then. You remember. Oh yeah. In the beginning. I mean, yeah. I used to get all sorts of grief, but yeah. I think that's all part of it too, is having to have a thick enough skin it to, is. to get through it. it. Is. And I mean, it's not like copper plated sixes hasn't posted some Really messed up stuff, and you know, I've got, I've got some friends with an equally fucked up sense of humor. What else gets you going? The, the, well, one of the things is, and this this is on the hunting side, but it's people that are, that are when you hunt, you take on a responsibility. You are a steward for the sport. As soon as you post a picture of yourself, you're a represent. You're, I mean, you're a representative for the hunting culture and every hunter that's out there. There are a lot more non-hunters than there are hunters. There's a lot of people that are on the fence about that. So when they see a guy with a bloody deer over his back with his shirt off, flexing his muscles, and he's holding you know product A in front of him, that's not reflecting well on the entire hunting culture and everyone that hunts. Because maybe that's the only picture those people see. And it sure as hell is going to be one of the pictures of propaganda that the anti-hunters are going to use against hunting. So you've got people that are voting. And it, let's just say it comes down to a particular piece of public land that is being accessed by mountain bikers, hikers, hunters, fishermen. A referendum comes up. There's a vote that we need to ban hunting on this. A picture like that or some of the other pictures that are floating around would definitely be a sway on the people who have no opinion. It's going to give them opinion, and it's going to be, well, we're going to vote no hunting because look at this idiot. He's a barbarian. And I know that this does have an impact on the public because it it kept me away from hunting for years. Sure, yeah. Uh, personally, I've, I mean, it kept me away. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're right about that. Okay, so that's hunting. That's that, that's all I can think of right now. And you're not drinking when you're posting those things? No, no, no. Most of it's right from the toilet in the morning. That is, that's where I do all my social media, too. There you go. See, it's a perfect place to think. I'm tell- it really I call it the think is. box. Um, okay, let's talk about the mentality of, a, of you. Sure. Do you think, I mean, I know you now, mm-hmm. and I know that you have pull and you could do great things. Mm-hmm. You're, you're well-spoken, you're attractive, you've been around, you're experienced, you're well-connected. You could move mountains if you wanted to. You could you could do stuff in office if you wanted to. Do you think you're wasting your energy and the energy of your followers by focusing on the negative? 
No, because uh, well, so there's there's a method to the madness, and it's not necessarily all negative because I do post a, a fair amount on on conservation and awareness. But one of the things is the reason there's it's an anonymous account isn't necessarily to hide my identity, but I wanted and the, the other people that are involved, we don't want it to be a an account about like a, a particular group or an individual. We want it to be more about a, a conglomerate. A lot of people are looking for change. Like the people that message this account are some of – they're high up. In, yeah, because let's in make the, this clear. People are sending you content. Oh, absolutely. And some of the best content that comes in is from some of the, some of the marketing directors of some very large companies within both the hunting and the fishing industry yeah. and some, we'll just air quote, celebrities – It's it's way deeper than people realize because a lot of people think that you are spending hours upon hours on the internet. Oh no, I hardly look at the thing. Yeah, people are sending them directly. I've got a I've got a real job I have to do, and and plus fishing and hunting. I mean that takes up a lot of time, as you know. Yeah. No, so that that is something I think that we do need to you know acknowledge as well is that this isn't that you're spending hours upon you know all of your time searching the internet. People are sending these things. Oh, to absolutely. You. Yeah. And some of it I, I I will find like, you know, just on news feeds and whatnot. And uh and I, I try to stay as close as I can. And you know, some of the biggest hate mail I get is that, like it, it, the problem is too is we're so we're polarized within the hunting and the fishing communities. And I don't understand that because we're you know, we're all sportsmen and we're all at least trying to get to a common goal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll post something about a conservation organization and then get a lot of people telling me like, oh, you know what? We did not know anything about this. Thank you for bringing this up. We never would have known about it if you had not posted it. Right. And that makes you kind of feel all warm and fuzzy. But then, you know, there's a dozen, two dozen people that are like, oh, that's a green decoy organization. Oh, my God. They, you know, they, they, they got their money from some anti-gun lobby. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, if you track it back to that, but also, you know, look where the NRA gets a lot of their money from. And I don't necessarily agree with the, everyone's politics that are you know, contributing to the NRA, nor do I agree with all of the politics, the NRA spews. So you know, why, that, why a, do you get stuck? Sorry to interrupt you, but why? Because I disagree with you on this. I think okay. that you do focus on an individual every once in a while. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I can promise you that some individuals are are singled out. Like there's Absolutely. one there's one gal on your page that you love to harass. And I love her. I think she's great. And mm-hmm. I can see that, you know, the harassment is taking its toll on her because right. it, it does. It gets people to look at her differently. It, sure. it even made me look at her for a while to be like, why mm-hmm. do they why do they hate you so much? Mm-hmm. Um, and I still I still conclude that I love her, but yeah. I feel like she gets personally. No, she's a, she's a, like as a person. I think she's very nice. You know, she's I've awesome. met her. She's a very nice yeah. individual, and I, you know, part of it I think comes with she's very young, very young, very, 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 very new to the industry. But isn't um, that all the more reason to be patient with it, her? It is, but it's also when you're when you're at that level, you don't need to. I feel like be going around trying to solicit sponsors. You don't think so? No, no. Pay your dues. Learn more than what you know, because if somebody's going to be paying you to promote a product, that's like me going out trying to, you know, like Porsche coming to me saying, "Hey, you, you know, you want to talk about Porsches?" Actually, I have a what better. What would you say then? I have a better example. Okay, give it to me. Okay, so there's a coffee company that wanted me to take pictures of me using their coffee in various outdoor situations because they wanted somebody posing with the coffee doing man shit. Okay, but you drink coffee. No, fuck no. I don't drink coffee. Oh, I hate don't? that shit. No. Oh, send them my way. I'll no, do that. No, coffee sucks. <laughs> I know, it's like drinking warm bean soup. Oh. If you add like a shot of Jameson, a shot of Kahlua, and a shot of Bailey's Irish cream, it's drinkable. <laughs> but I don't like coffee. Okay. And I'm like, I am the wrong person. I, I, it, it's completely 
disingenuous to promote something that you know nothing about. I can yeah. be like, yeah, this coffee tastes less bad than the last coffee that I had. So when you see people like that and they're like, this is the greatest. And I've seen her post and this, this, this is, this is, I'm not picking on her mm-hmm. uh, in this you know, with what I'm saying, because this happens a lot more than just with her. But you know, you see posts and she's saying, this is the greatest flower rod ever. It's like, really? Is it? So how many flower rods have you cast today? How many flowers have you ever thrown in your life? I've never. Let's see a casting video. Go out. They're, they're having a casting competition. Let's let's see how well you do with that. I want to see, you know, have some some type of a quantifiable skill before you start saying this is the best but and getting paid to post. Wouldn't it make it. more sense? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you. Oh, no, off. no, no. Please. Got lots to say about this. No, please. Wouldn't it make more sense to take somebody like I don't know, Jen Ripple? We were mm-hmm. talking about Jen. Ripple, yeah, Jen's right? awesome. She's great. Wouldn't it make more sense to keep posting pictures of Jen and being like? Look what she's doing. Look what she's mm-hmm. doing. She's amazing. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Look oh, no. This. That, we, that, that, that's posted as well. Really? Yeah, I feel, absolutely. I must yeah. be missing those ones. And I yeah, watch you, you like a hawk. Yeah. yeah that, they're, they're, uh, just the other day, it was, uh, oh, gosh, what was it? Uh, it uh, there was a post. Um, yeah. And I got hate for that. Well, yeah, because you always rip on her. And then all I of a sudden, I was that. like, I, hey, so you rip I, on her. Uh, certain things she, she's, she's, uh, she's done. There was a certain lady with an elk set that did not know that elk tags are capped in the outdoor industry, supposedly deeply embedded in the outdoor industry should have known better. And I will say this, I hunted that same unit and I ran into a lot of grown men who have hunted that unit their entire lives. that didn't know the cap was going to go that fast this year. So in everyone's defense, that was an unforeseen circumstance, but don't post it and beg for landowner tags. At the same time, you know, when there's negative posts about a certain person over and over, mm-hmm. then when you post something kind about them, mm-hmm. I had to reread your post probably 10 times over. Yeah, I, I thought that. you were being sarcastic. Yeah. No. I was like, well, what did, I don't understand. Is no, he kidding it was, right now? Or so is, here's, here's the thing. Is he bipolar? Is he drunk? What is his issue? I'm all the above. Don't you think I've got should, a lot of issues and they're all hard to spell. But do you think that you should stay consistent? Well, you know, so... I'm not necessarily looking for consistency because I have to be honest with you. If I see it, I don't look at the name. Uh, so I don't know if it's the same person. And, and, and like the, the, everybody's face runs together at some point. Sometimes it doesn't. Like let's just say you wear a goofy big hat probably all the time. Probably gonna, you're going to stand out. But with her, like I didn't even it, – it, it, it didn't register and very seldom does. But out of all the influencers, we went and looked – and the entire purpose of that was to say, you've got collectively, let's say a million hits a week with just a few influencers in the hunting and fishing community. And they can, never can you won. Explain to my older listener what an influencer is. Okay, so it's just, uh, actually, I'm going to let you take over on that. You're better with definitions on that. No, than I, I really don't understand. When people call me an influencer, I'm genuinely confused. Well, I can tell you. So, uh, Paula Shear, who is. Wonderful. Is she an influence? No, she's not an influence. Well, so I, I was, I was giving her a hard time, and I, I, I'm like, "So, what's up, Grandbassador?" And she goes, "I'm not an influencer. I'm an angler." Yeah. And that is the that's that's one of the most solid rebuttals I've ever heard of that. She's right. For like my 70 year old. A lot of it's to be, it's, it's an individual who is going to have, uh, not to get too technical. So you've got a sales funnel, and you're trying to get your brand out there, and you want that first touch. An influencer is a person that is going to showcase that product to prospective buyers to put them into the sales funnel that is going to end in a conversion or purchase of, of said product. So I think we have a lot of, uh, technically on, on this level, it would be like a micro-influencer. 
Yeah, that's right. And actually, a yeah. lot of companies do go out of their way to you look at their sales pitches, and they that's part of their budgeting and part of their plan. Absolutely. Uh, funny story. A friend of mine works at a bar in Miami. And it was during the boat show and picked up a piece of paper and actually sent me a photo of it. And it was a list of micro influencers and what they were paying them. And he said, I thought you would like this. And I'm like, I'm not. No way. That is going public. What were they paying them? Uh, it was anywhere between 500 and 1,000. A post. I think that was, uh, it was on a uh, by post. It was not a by post basis, but it was, uh, I think it was probably monthly or something like that. It's not a lot of money. Yeah, no, I get offered. I mean, I do get offered sure. to pay, and they offer anywhere from five hundred to a thousand bucks sure. for yeah. a post. Yeah, uh, but it's usually product that I don't believe in, so I just say no. Sure, yeah, and and the thing is, a lot of the companies that are paying that kind of money are what I would consider like a C or D level company that are trying to come up to the A level. Because you know this, you've been in the fly fishing industry long enough. Larger companies, with the exception of a few very, very large ones, do not have the money or the budget to do that. No, they don't. They'll or, do it for a free rod. But, but I'm, I'm getting contacted often by like pharmaceutical companies. Oh, wow. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You should totally do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then when I say, well, but I don't use the product. Yeah. So that's okay. Your caption doesn't have to say that. Mm -hmm. it just says that you've heard that, you know, flu season's around the corner. And yeah. I heard, no. I was just hit up to do plan B, like the alternative for it. Oh, you'd they're, be a yeah. perfect spokesperson. Yeah. They're like, we're going to put your face up and be like, look, don't be like this. Yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, don't get me in trouble with this. Um, okay, but that's what an influencer is, is somebody who gets paid, though, to promote a company. Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, so influencers. How do we get on onto influencers? Oh, elk tag. Right, right, elk, elk tag. So sifting through just dozens and dozens, and I, I was actually online trying to help to look for this. Couldn't find a single person that promoted anything about conservation at all in, in the last three months. What do you mean? They, they didn't post anything about conservation of basically anything. They didn't post any, and there's been a lot going on. You know, Pebble Mine, of course, uh, which is another rabbit hole. But, yeah, but what list of people are you looking at? You're not looking at my account. No, 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 not not you. No, not you. But, no, or like my friends because no. they're posting Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, so we, we were looking through th – this was on hunting. This was on the hunting side. Okay, so you were looking at micro-influencers? Micro micro-influencers on a certain level and looking just – just try to find something. Maybe they post it in their story. I don't know. Maybe. But they post their entire life on their feed. So I would assume that they would post something about, you know, conservation or, you know, extending the sport into perpetuity for future generations. But if you only have 100 douchebags that you watch and right. you only scroll through 100 douchebags accounts, yeah. you're probably oh, no, this was, it, uh, Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, it, we, you know, we were trying to do a larger sample study, study looking at it. Couldn't find anything. And she posted the, the, the best like, – well, we found a couple. But she had the best one, and it was it was really good. It was very moving, and I, I put it up, and and I think it was like a yes, and 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 it was everything she said was absolutely true. It was well thought out, fantastic statement, and I had people texting me like, "Oh, how could you do that?" And they sent messages to the account like, "What are you guys doing?" Like she's did this and this and this. And I'm like, "Well, she, I mean, it's not bad." Like, I don't understand why you can't just say, you know what, that's a good post. Yeah, I, I completely agree because with that. Because people love to hate other people. They really do. And they love to get their entertainment off of hating other people. They do. And, and they love to let you be the one to do it. Well, there's a lot that comes through the account that is is basically just like revenge sniping. Or they'll they'll send something that is, you know, you might look at it and be like, yeah, you know, that's a little distasteful, but it's not terrible. Like, they're, they're not doing anything. And then you look at their account, it's like, that's a good person. I mean, why are they're not, it's not self-promoting. And that, it all goes back to what are you in it for? Are you in it because you truly in, enjoy the learning process and the experience? Or are you in it because you want to be in the industry? But don't you feel 
honestly, like, and I like you, right? But I will butt heads with you on this till tomorrow mm-hmm. morning if we have to. I feel like it breeds hatred. I don't think it does anybody any good. Uh, so I think that at a certain point it does, and there's been a, a a big pullback from a lot of the the really. I mean, I could go to town personally on a lot of stuff. And a lot of that's been pulled back because the end game is to promote a message of conservation, a message of we've got to preserve what we have in the hunting and fishing community. And also we have to educate the people coming up that, hey, you know what, maybe you need to quantify the people that you're idolizing on social media. And more to the point, which is what's creating a lot of this, is the companies themselves need to start looking at people as an individual versus simply a number on uh, the amount of followers that they have on their own social media account. Because that is what a lot of these people are doing. They're finding their, quote-unquote, micro-influencers. They're finding the, the, you know, the, the I don't know, the, the people that they want to represent the face of the brand uh, or be the face of the brand. And basing it solely off what they're finding on social media and nothing else. And the I think the reason for that, and I know this to be a fact because I know a lot of companies are hiring people two years out of college, almost zero experience in the outdoors. They've got a degree. The only thing they know and the only way they know to find anybody is through social media. And I just listened to a podcast on the plane coming over here talking about how to become a star on social media. And that, or no, I'm sorry, how to find influencers on social media. And that was one of the things they said was, you know, you know, look for the follower counts. It's not just fishing. Like, here's a prime example. When you go into your messages now in Instagram mm-hmm. and you go into the other inbox, you know, the one where you go. Yeah. So I just discovered that. And did you see? Oh, you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not know about that. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, wow, there's like 5,000 of these things in here. Yeah. So people end up going missing um, and they think you're ignoring them. But there's yeah. that, like a hidden inbox yeah. like, that of people yeah. that Instagram might think is, is spam or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, but have you noticed now... And maybe it's different in Australia and Canada, but have you noticed now that it shows their follower account underneath them? I did not. No. Mm. Now you have a special super account with like the little blue check mark next to yours. Yeah, but check this out. So, like, can you see that there's? Is that next to AprilVolkyPorn dot com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you saw my other account. Then, then this is all requests. Okay. Yeah. Now, oh, it does. Yeah, it says does their follower account. Let me look at this. Have a look. That is offensive to me that Instagram thinks that I need to know a person's following right. to decide if they're worth my time right. to respond. Coming up, we take a closer look at the troll mentality. A special thank you to Norvice for making this episode possible. The good folks at Norvice believe that you deserve to expect consistency and efficiency out of your tying system. When tying on the Norvice, you will quickly see the benefits of tying flies while physically spinning the vise. This is a remarkable feature that I strongly recommend watching on the Norvice YouTube channel. There are a lot of great rotary vices on the market, but only the Norvice spins the hook. It's for this reason that it's been said that Norvice is the most innovative fly tying system on the market. Never again do you have to wind slack thread onto your bobbin spool. The Norvice auto bobbin does the work for you. For more information, visit www.nor-vice.com and check them out on YouTube to see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on the functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. It's shocking to me that we're looking at following. And I feel guilty about it sometimes. I feel like, you know, I kind of play a part in it. But I right. I also think that you can use that following to do great things. But. No, I agree. I, and, and you do. And, and a lot of other people do as well. But there's a lot of people also that have the same amount of following, or more, actually, that 
they're, they're getting more recognition from companies and they're doing less. In fact, they're doing nothing other than just, you know, they're posting ads constantly. Let's say they put, they'll post twice a day and each post is an ad. And that's the other thing I don't understand. They're getting paid to post this. By law, they have to say it's a paid ad. There's nothing that says it's a paid ad anywhere in there. So they're just sort of turning a blind eye to that. But that's another story altogether. You get turned in or, 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 or ratted on all the time. Instagram pulls down your posts by saying you're a bully. Okay, so yeah, and that the funny thing that happened. So the last three times that's happened, it's been from the same person, and I won't I won't name names. This person was convicted in a U.S. court for poaching. He was guilty, admitted it, and th- this individual th- actually emailed the account threatening to sue for libel. But is it libel if it's true? No. Okay, so first off, it can't be. First off, being he's a quote unquote celebrity, which is anybody that's paid to promote a product or is a known entity, they're considered a celebrity. And it hasn't been challenged for social media yet. But they have a different there's a different set of rules for them to be able to sue under libel or slander. And you know, I, I would they they would have to prove a malicious intent of a fallacy. And that was true. So I had to explain the law to them. But at the same time, everything was true that was posted and somehow they it got flagged as bullying. And I don't necessarily think that it was it's bullying when that happens when what you're saying is true. Now maybe yeah, it was Yeah, how does that work with freedom of speech? Yeah. Yeah. So I sort of lashed out on that one. Okay. All right. I was wondering about that. And they've shut you down? Uh no, it's just like a, a couple of warnings. It got shut down one time, that got fixed. Okay. How do you fix it? Um, just wait. It's the best 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 thing we could figure out. Yeah, just wait it out, you know, send a thing to Instagram saying, Yeah, hey, yeah, so we promise not to do that again. Maybe. Right. <laughs> Okay. Why do you take such personal offense to these women showing skin? I, I don't I don't take personal offense to it. Okay. it. It's 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 really more of I don't think that it's it's good like I said earlier for the next generation of women coming up. I think it's a poor example. Um but Do you actually care? Like honestly, cuz I've got I'm just we're just keeping everything real. Yeah. You don't have kids. No, I've got friends that have daughters though that are coming up. And uh, and all, most all of them hunter fish. Because when I think of you, I don't think of you as the most like woman powered kind. Oh no, of I guy. It's completely. Yeah, I I, I complete. I, I I'm all for it. I want to see more women on on the rivers. I want to see more women in the woods hunting. Okay. I think it's one of the. I think it's one of the best revolutions that we have in both sports is to see more women participating because for so long it was just especially fly fishing it was it was just dominated by that old white guy culture, and. You know, it's it's so great to see like women getting involved, and I, I I'll make fun of flat bill guys to the day I die because it's just a it's not my look. And I've got friends that wear flat bills, and I wear a visor, and they tell me I look like a douchebag in a visor because I do. Yeah, yeah, you do. But no. you know, <laughs> I, I mean, wears everybody visor wears a visor. Looks I like look a like a douchebag. What are you talking about? Visor, yeah. But you know, you're pulling a boat, your head gets hot. Or, yeah. or And when I was guiding, I just embraced it because I'm like, this is the easiest way to cool my head and keep a keep a lid on. Yeah, it's practical. Yeah, but it's it's so great to see these people coming up, especially this younger generation because they're so eager and they've got I, I would love to be coming up when they're coming up now because they've got so much of this information at their fingertips all the fly tying and and the fishing and the equipment it's it's all just so it's light years ahead of what we had before and it's so good to see it becoming more diverse because you you run into people and and you you can you you can attest to this you run into just random people like I, my uber driver on the way over was a young lady and who was just getting into fly fishing and was actually trying to figure out a way to get into the fly fishing show. Oh, so 
Really? Yeah, and it was it was great. So I was like, yeah, I'm like, just if we can get you in tomorrow, I'm like, it's a it's a private show, but you know, it you might be able to get in tomorrow. You know, come back and but it's it's just so good to see that because yeah. it, it's adding diversity and the more participants we can get in, the more of a voice we're going to have when it comes time for us to need a voice. Right. And I feel like we always need a voice in this, whether it be for conservation or whether it be to preserve the sport and our, our right to access public land. You know, it's, it, I think that's one of the greatest things that we've got. But at the same time, these new people coming up, I don't want them to look at the influencers on Instagram and think, you know what, that's, that's the way that it needs to be done. Or that's how, that's what I want to be like of showing, you know, sitting on the back of a boat in a thong, holding a dead snapper over my back saying, great day fishing. It's like, okay, so what are you really selling here? You're selling yourself and, and trying to hawk. I don't even know what product it is because it's a girl sitting on the back of a boat in a thong holding some type of fish. Let me ask you this. I just want you to reflect for a second. Sure. Imagine that you post a picture of that young gal we were talking about, mm-hmm. who's a new guide. Right. And yeah, she's aver- heavy on the advertisements. Right, yeah. Say that you post something unkind about her. Mm-hmm. Or you could post, and you did once, that, mm-hmm. that photo of Joan Wolf and a little bit of background about her. Yeah. Which of those two photos, or those two posts, which mm-hmm. of those two do you think is going to have a bigger impact? Okay, so it would. I would think I would say the impact would be different on both posts. On one post, it's it's not necessarily calling somebody out for something directly, but it's sort of bringing awareness to like that particular. That's, I'm using that. I would say like in this conversation as an example um, of what a lot of other people are doing, and that just happens to be the best example of that particular action of only promoting yourself and only promoting products. Like, oh, it's a beautiful scenery, like beautiful mountain behind me, selfie with me in it versus, you know, just the scenery. Um, So that's more to get, let's just face it, that creates engagement. What you have to do whenever you're doing something on social media is create engagement. And if it's, if it's some type of like satirical humor or an example like that, calling someone out, it might be a little bit of a mean example, but that's, that creates engagement. So you can actually drive a message with future posts. And it's unfortunate that that person had got singled out. And that, and it was unfortunate that they decided they're just going to make their entire Instagram account an advertisement. But so, so that's that. So you're, you're attempting to get engagement with the Joan Wolf. There, there were a lot and I, and not just Joan, but there's a lot of other really just, I mean, iconic women anglers, but <laughs> You know, you, you post about that to get people engaged and be like, oh, wow. Look at, I, I, and I, I had people that d- d- they didn't even know who Joan Wolf was by, by face. They knew the name, but they didn't know who it was by, by their face or by her face, rather. And, it, and that's just sad. But yet they know the other person. They know exactly who that is. Yeah, because you're promoting them all the time. No, they knew her from, from advertisements. I have learned about seen. so many women who don't have clothes on because mm-hmm. of your account. I think a lot of people have. Do you think? Thank you, ladies. I mean, that's how that's how you're going to marry a rich chic. But I mean that that's completely the opposite. And of that's what you and, do. and that is that that is the slippery slope that that is Instagram and with what what this account's doing. And it's it's a very very slippery slope with what you with what what the account does. And that's why I don't think you should be no. using people as an example, mm-hmm. but causes as an example. Right. I think when you draw attention to the individuals, I think you lose the strength of your message. Mm-hmm. You lose the strength of your credibility. And I think that you just draw attention to a lot of these women who don't deserve the attention. I, I think to some extent you're right. Yeah. I, I think to some extent you're right. But I mean, like, so what would you suggest? First of all, I, I like how you start, you've started 
started to blank out names. Mm-hmm. I think that that... That keeps you from getting blocked. Well, because what happens is the first thing I do when you post someone with a name is I mm-hmm. leave your account. Yeah. I go into the main account or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I search them. And then you them. search that person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's why the names have started getting blocked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I don't I don't want to give them that. But yeah. I'm curious. I'm super yeah. curious. And then there's this bit of me that's like, is she that bad? I need to find out for myself. Right. I want to well, make my own And decision. a lot of it too is, again, so this account was started because it was, it, it wasn't meant to promote a particular individual. And to your point... When you're calling people out by name and people can actually read their names, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and being, you know, everyone that's involved is completely ignorant to Instagram for the most part. You know, it took a while. We're like, oh, wow, this is kind of driving a little bit of traffic to them. Let's just start killing these names. It yeah. also keeps you from getting in a lot of trouble with Instagram. Yeah, it's good. It's good. No, I think focusing on the on the, on the the cause, but having... Yeah. But have, the text is the big part. But having more positive text. Yeah. And and firing me up positively. Yeah. I don't need to be more fired up negatively. It's yeah. easy enough. I get fired up yeah. negatively about everything. Yeah, and that's coming. Up. So, I mean, this the, the, the entire thing's an evolution, and it's a planned evolution. So, like I was, t- we were talking earlier in a society of soundbite gluttons, where you're just, you know, everybody's feeding off negativity and argument. You've got to get, th- and that seems that, that that seemed the easiest way to get people engaged quickly. And I, I don't enjoy any time that anything is posted on this. I don't enjoy being a mean person. I don't enjoy the negativity. In fact, I've, you know, I, I've I've personally posted some things to my personal account prior to this that I just cringed at. And then on on the Copper Plated Sixes account, some things have come up on it where I was just like, "Ooh, that's 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 pretty that that might not fly." Like, that, like but, savage, you mean? Yeah, and I'm like, that that needs to come down. And it, and, and we take it down before anybody sees it. It's like, like that, what that would needs be to too down. much? What would you consider to be too much? Uh, just, I mean, an absolute blatant mean attack on somebody with no. No clear message whatsoever. No end game. Just like that made me mad, and I'm gonna fire off on this. And I don't think that. And and it's it, you have to really. And, and you know this. I mean, I can imagine you're just sitting there in the morning going, "I want to say something." And all that, the time. I want to say something all the time. Yeah, and that, lots of stuff. Yeah, and so that's that's one of the reasons that this account was started was because there there were so many people that just wanted to say something but couldn't. But see, I feel better by keeping my mouth shut and leading by example. Right. Yeah. At night, because I always feel sick to my stomach after I, if I do say mm-hmm, something sure. afterwards. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't, but yeah. uh, so I usually feel sick to my stomach. I delete mm-hmm. it after, or I'll, I'll be too proud to delete it, yeah. but I want to. Yeah, sure. It'll ruin it by day, mm-hmm. but I feel really good if I don't say anything and I yeah. just lead by example. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good way to be. What about you though? Do you have any of that? Uh, there's been some regrettable things that have happened. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's not a perfect thing. It's an evolution, but it, the end game is definitely going to be worth it because I believe it, the end game is transferring over to sending a far more positive message because you have to get the engagement in order to have the followers, in order to get the people to understand that this is trying to bring back the reason we all started this, which was to have fun, fish, being the outdoors, enjoy the outdoors, you know, respect the animals that we're after, whether it be hunting or fishing, and not make it so much about the me culture, but make it about the us, the animals, and the the entire experience yeah. and the learning process. The, the, the best part's the learning, you know, when you figure something out, whether you're fishing a new river or you're hunting a new area. I mean, that's truly the best part. And so many people are wanting to jump ahead because... They want to be like the people that they're seeing online. So, yeah, to, to answer your question, I think there, there, there was a lot of negativity. 
I was not a big fan of the negativity, but I thought I still think that part was necessary through that form of sort of like we'll say edgy satire to get people involved. But and and I I understand exactly where you're coming from and from where a lot of other people come from, where they're like, you know, there's a lot of negativity and it's just not good. And I'm like, I agree with you completely, but you have to keep that up until you can get to a point where you can actually deliver a message because that's what so many people are used to with 24 hour news. You know, you wouldn't watch the news 24 hours if you didn't have two two people yelling at each other on the screen. Like I don't watch 24 hour news because all I do is throw books and scream and my dog (laughs) looks at me funny, but by and large, that's what most people just live off of. They thrive off of that, but it's often separate industries or separate sides. It is. I feel like with this, what we have is we've got a division in the middle of the same industry. There is, and that's... Not even so much with you, but some of the other accounts, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely, no. And and I don't like being compared to a lot of those accounts because that is... Okay, there's a couple that are 100% troll accounts. But here's a prime example of of what what my point is. My buddy got busted for, um, I guess, poaching, they're calling it. Mm -hmm. There's more to the story, but whatever it is, pleaded guilty to Mm -hmm. a case. And, you know, that's not my, it's not up to me to to air his laundry. Like, would I have handled it differently? Mm -hmm. Sure, but I'm a different person. Sure. Um, You know, that other account, that hunting troll account, tried to drag me Mm -hmm. um, something about the fact that I'm, you know, friends with him. Yeah. He was going to, and and he had his information wrong. He thought that I sat on the board for BHA, for Mm -hmm. Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. He was saying, you know, is this who you guys want on your board, BHA, a a supporter and a friend of this guy who was accused of Mm -hmm. or pleaded guilty to poaching? The fact that he would take me, who I, honest to God, try my hardest. Like, you can troll me all you want. Some of the trolls are funny. I think some of the memes are hilarious. But to try to, this whole cancel culture, Mm -hmm. try to cancel me because Mm -hmm. I'm friends with somebody. What's a cancel culture? I'm not really familiar with that term. Cancel culture? Today in this world, it's cancel culture. So if you do something stupid nowadays, like we were talking about YouTube earlier. Right. If uh, a makeup YouTuber Mm -hmm. releases a color palette and they have an issue with the palette, say that it gets contaminated or something, Mm -hmm. and they lie about it or they make a mistake or, you know, they post a tweet from some time ago that gets dug up. Sure. Their careers are over. Right. Their sponsorships are pulled. Their subscriber counts drop. Okay. And their lives are ruined. It's called Mm -hmm. cancel culture. Okay. To- I just learned something. There you go. The more you know. Try to cancel me or to try Mm -hmm. to drag me Mm -hmm. for being friends with somebody. That is so divisive Mm -hmm. to take- Pause. People are really trying their hardest and destroy them or, or paint them in a bad light. I mm. I genuinely don't understand. I guess all of this to say, and it's not just me. Look, when mm. I watch other accounts drag other other people sure, uh, yeah. who I don't think necessarily, just because they're associated with somebody, mm-hmm. if that's how far we're taking it, right. that not only do you want to cancel somebody or drag somebody who's done mm-hmm. something wrong, but you want to drag the people associated with them because they're not... I mean, I think this guy wanted me to be on my Instagram account screaming that my buddy was accused of poaching. Mm-hmm. That is not my place right. to do that. No, I can understand what you're saying there. Do, do you do any of that sort of trolling or dragging? No, I, you know, I, it, 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 with the account, it... it, it it doesn't want to really drag any anybody into anything, really. It just wants to show the, I don't know, kind of the the wrong way to do it versus hopefully the right way to do it. Okay, it, so with this evolution, large. what are you going to do? How are you going to handle it? You know, that's still sticking to satire and humor. Your posts, not the stories, mm-hmm. they're genius. 
So, and that's that's what's going. That's what it's going to. We're we're looking at, and I, I don't want to give too much out just yet. Sure. But so we're working with a couple of videographers and some photographers, or hoping to work with a couple of them. And, I, and you know some of them, and we've got some pretty funny stuff that's that's going to come out. And that's that's more of what we want to do is use you start using funny humor versus. I'll just say mean humor. Yeah, to, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. And I, and and, I think you get your point across with yeah. both. And when one doesn't hurt nearly as much. Exactly. And well, and also one seems to educate more. And and you can all and, and it's it, it's actually funnier if it's done right. And you're also not cringing going, "Oh god. God, do we have to do this?" To me it kind of brings a solidarity, you know, from that that divisive culture that we seem to have now and everybody can come together and start laughing at themselves and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's right. That's because I was a fishing guide for a long time. I've worked in various capacities in the industry and looking back, there's a lot of things I could do to make fun of myself. Yeah. And still to this day, I could <laughs> do, sure. there's a lot of things I can do. Um, and a lot of other people could do too. And you get, you know, eight, nine tequila shots. And I mean, I promise you there'd be something within 30 minutes that you can make fun of me for doing. Okay. But, you know, I, I feel like that going, going in that direction, spearheading the conservation message through, you know, some more satire, but also just, you know, information, getting that information out there, because some of the people that are going to follow an account like this won't be following an account like BHA well, or the Teddy Roosevelt, do you know who put which, me on which I'm going to get hate for just saying that. Oh, for sure. Because people are going to start saying those are green decoy accounts and I'm going to get hate. I'm probably going to lose like 90% of my followers because of it. Well, listen, BHA, that's a prime example. It wasn't until some of those accounts started being so unkind to them that mm-hmm. I really started following BHA yeah. and started really loving BHA. Yeah. Well, you know, and you'd ask me, you're like, what? You'd message me. Maybe today, today yeah, or two days ago, night. you know, what was my problem with land? And I'm like, I have zero problem with it. And, and some of the other people, you know, they've got a big problem with them. That's, that's them. And that's one of the things that makes this country great. I'm not going to hate, just because you have a different political view than I do, I'm not going to hate you for that. That's, that's your right. I'll have a political discussion with you. I, I was a pl- political science and archaeology major, which is one of the reasons I'm at a fly fishing show, because I'm not qualified <laughs> to do anything else other than work at McDonald's. Yeah. You know, it, it, being involved on the political side and... One of my focuses was campaigns and elections. So I've actually worked on campaigns, elections, worked for the Georgia Republican Party. See, I knew it. And that's what I mean. You could you could do and, so many things. Well, th- th- you know what that taught difference. me? That taught me that if, you, if you're hardcore on either side, like I'm not really with you. I'm, I'm more of a moderate in the middle. If it's – I, I want to vote for conservation and you know a particular way when it comes to taxes and – People get stuck on too many talking points of they're not taking my guns or abortion or something like that. And those are the triggers that are going that have been studied for a long time to divide voters and to create a strong voting line for easier polling. I'm more of a moderate. I want to look at the entire picture, research the candidates. I'm going to vote for the best candidate that I think is is, is available at the time. And it's, it, if it's going to be a Democrat, if it's going to be a Republican, whoever is going to be the best person that is alone my personal values and what I believe in. So yeah, getting back to it, like, you know, it's, it's so funny to hear people, you know, just completely run down a couple of organizations that are trying to do good. Do you think that it's fair that you get to hide behind anonymity and we don't? So, and that goes back to the, the account. So it's, and with the account, it's not just me with it. It's, I'm more of like the curator. Nobody wanted the account to be about one person. It was more of a voice of many and that's the entire reason behind the anonymity. I mean, if you ask around, it's not hard to figure out who's who's behind this thing. 
So it's. But in lots of these troll accounts, it is. It's almost impossible. Oh, you, you, to find you, out. It, it would be impossible. So, do you think it's fair for them to hide behind anonymity? Um, I think everybody's entitled to privacy. We could go down a privacy law uh, rat hole, but it's. Don't you think it's cowardly? It, I think sniping for absolutely no purpose and being a keyboard warrior and just making fun of someone just to be mean and not having any type of end game or any type of of purpose behind it and only doing it just to elicit that anger and response and and diversiveness that they're trying to generate I, I think that's absolutely cowardly i've had some people you know confront me personally about the account and uh, about a post that was about them and i mean i'll you know stand by it like yeah okay so this is look, we'll talk about it you know i'm not going to get in an argument with somebody but i'm like let's have a discussion because that's what a lot of people are unable to do now. They they can't have a discussion. They think sh- whoever talks the loudest is the person that's that's right, and they're they're learning that from CNN, Fox News, with these people. It's like, oh, okay, so they were, you know, did you see them talking to so and so? They did not, you know, they didn't say a word. Well, they couldn't say a word. They were getting screamed at, yeah, yeah. and they were probably looking for a bat under the table. And as soon as they cut cameras, they were cracking someone in the skull. You know, it, having the conversation is the most important part. And if you can't have a two-way conversation, I mean, there's two dozen messages. I try to answer the messages myself. And when the messages come in, some of them are nice, some of them aren't. But even some bad ones, I, I, get, I had a really bad one come in, and I personally answered it. And we had a, we had a, it, it started out really angry on their part. We got calmed down. It was from a uh, person that was an anti-hunter, actually. Uh, but, that's a good conversation to have. It is, and that's, and that's a. That that's the most important part because when you when you run into somebody that is anti hunting, um, just to go off on the hunting tangent for just a second, sure. We dis- we dismiss those people's like oh it's freaking vegan God they don't eat meat what a loser it's not even it's not like a half man, and you, just because I eat meat doesn't mean you have to right. Um, I've got friends that are that are vegans, but you know don't don't just shut them out just because they don't their values don't align with yours. Now, when they come at you and say, well, I don't believe in hunting, it's like, well, well why don't you believe in hunting? And I've, I've, I just, this particular individual told me that uh, they believed when the animals, uh, when you killed an animal, that the mommy deer and the daddy deer are married, and the baby, if you killed one, the mommy or the daddy, then the other two would die of starvation out of depression because that's what they were told. Oh, but that's just a different, that's yeah, next level though. It is. It's completely next level, but this is what the person learned, again, from social media. And that's, the, so you can go completely on that side because there's a whole world of social media outside the little teeny tiny Swinging hunting and fishing in, industry. In the other direction too, yeah. yeah. But when you start talking to people about that and then start talking to the, like the, 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 the person I was talking about earlier that thinks mommy and daddy deer, they get killed, the baby dies of starvation. Once you actually start giving them some facts and they start researching it for themselves, which this person did and came back, 180-degree change, completely agrees that hunting is a, a, a positive. They might, they're might they like, they would never do it themselves, but they agree hunting is a positive. You, just made, you, just made, you didn't convert a person to hunting, but you just converted that person from being an anti-hunter. Right. And now they're apathetic. Okay, so we have covered a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you feel like I've missed that you wanted to address? No, I think I think everything's fine. You know, the, the whole reason I came on was just sort of to get the message out that it's not, you know, like a hate account. Like it's not meant to be overly mean and that there is an end game to everything. And, uh, you know, 
just everybody needs to love each other more. Do you think you're going to cut back on the mean posts? They're 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 already getting real back. They're they've they've stopped in frequency, and like I said, the the next evolution's coming, so it should be a lot of fun. And who knows, there might even be a podcast. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. We will find out. We'll we'll see. We'll just wait to see. <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to add or ask me? No. Okay, I'm going to shut this down. Thank Alrighty. you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And that concludes this episode of Anchored. Thank you for listening. 